0: Hey there everybody and welcome to the Bearded Bible Thinker podcast. This is actually kind of a special thing uh as someone has sent me a uh, an article that they wanted me to uh take a look at and I was actually surprised and went down a bit of a rabbit trail with it and am uh, decidedly frustrated right now. So anyway, um thanks a lot for that Josh uh ruining my uh, Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Just kidding. You didn't ruin it. So there's an article, uh, put out by Newsweek. Um, and I think it was Newsweek. Is it? Yeah, Newsweek. Okay. And the, the uh, headline of the article is over 10,000 Christians call for removal of Franklin Graham as Charities CEO. So there's apparently a massive group of Christians who – the article says more than 10,000 Christians have signed an online petition calling on evangelical leader Pastor Franklin Graham to be removed as the head of the humanitarian aid organization Samaritan's Purse following his prayer in support of President Donald Trump on Wednesday. Um, I really would like to – Read a transcript of that prayer at some point, because I don't know, because we're actually called to pray for our leaders, but we're not necessarily called to be political and wave Trump flags in our front yards either. So, um, I, I haven't read that prayer, so I'm not going to jump to conclusions or anything on that. Um, but the second paragraph of this is where it gets a little bit, uh, hairy. Okay. So it says, faithful America. Uh, which describes itself as the largest online community of Christians working for social justice, launched at the online petition following Graham's prayer during the Republican National Convention last Thursday. Okay, I, I did miss that portion of the convention. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, quote. Unless and until you cut ties with Franklin Graham, his right-wing politics can only damage your credibility as a loving Christian humanitarian organization. If the full board will not vote to remove Graham as chairman, president, and CEO, then individual board members can take a personal stand for the gospel and offer their own resignations. Hmm. Well, since they have so much power, that's, that's, hmm. All right. So, um i uh have neglected to go down this uh incredibly scary minefield on purpose because i don't i don't like playing sides of the politics i really um like uh pointing out the stupidity and sin of both sides and calling christians to um, to stay in the middle and have a biblical worldview and make decisions based on the Bible and, and what Christ did and said and cared about, right? Rather than what makes the most sense to you politically. Now, um, for instance, I've, uh, oh, I, you know, haven't been doing this podcast real long, but I've already made it, uh, hopefully clear that uh, I'm I'm not really into Fox News, which is very right-wing, but I'm also not into any of the other garbage because it's all left-wing. All of these things need to just shut up and report bullet-pointed news. Nobody cares what their opinions are. Actually, that's not true. Too many people do care what their opinions are, and it's ruining everything, right? The, the, the news should just report news, not uh, put a spin on it and then give it to you. So anyway... Uh said all that to say this, I've neglected on purpose to um, get too far into uh, specific movements and things like that. Um, I believe uh, that this faithful America, after I've looked into them just a little bit, um, is not faithful to the scriptures at all um uh, they they've done some good things uh no doubt at all in my mind there uh one of the things on their website if you look at their website um in the uh front page kind of the home page um they are uh they have it out for um jim baker which is is not a terrible thing (laughs) Jim Baker uh it, I don't want to spend time talking about Jim Baker. You guys look him up. But um one of the things that they brag about in their about, about uh section of their website says this, removed the Jim Baker show from multiple networks. Uh in February 2020, the Jim Baker show dangerously implied that a discredited silver solution, quote, it sold uh it sold oh, it sold could cure if sold, that's a mistype they have on there. If sold could cure coronavirus. Nearly eighteen thousand faithful America members sent petition petition signatures, personal letters, and social media comments calling on Direct TV, Dish and Roku to protect public health by asking their channels to cease airing the show. In response, Direct T V owner ATT Um Direct T and okay, yeah, so AT owns Direct TV, I didn't know that. DirecTV owner AT&T asked its networks to review the program in highlight, in light of FCC regulations and two promptly dropped it from their lineups. So all the stuff they do isn't bad, right? Um, because Jim Baker, I think the only regrettable thing here is that the, the, the reason that they were after Jim Baker was because of, uh, COVID-19. Uh, when that, I mean, there are so many other reasons, right? If, if you're a biblically minded Christian, Jim Baker is um, a swindler, uh, to say the least. He uses the name of Christ and um, he uses the name of Christ and the Bible to and people's faith to prey on innocent people who are desperate. Um, and uh, he's he's a, a i i just don't have the words jim baker is a terrible uh person in need of repentance and he needs christ to actually show up in his life not just for tv and making lots of money but to actually show up in his life and turn it upside down and he needs to repent and so um i went there to just show that i i don't think that it's uh that the everything that they have accomplished is bad um but uh, faithful America was founded in 2004. We are the largest online community of Christians putting faith into action for social justice. Our members are sick of sitting by quietly while Jesus' message of good news is hijacked by the religious right to serve a hateful political agenda. We're organizing the faithful to challenge such extremism. And renew the church's prophetic role in building a more free and just society. Um, okay, so a few things there, right? One, this is, uh, not, (laughs) this is, okay, this is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there just for a second. Bear with me. This is just like Black Lives Matter, the, the actual organization. Do not hear me say right now that Black Lives do not matter. That's not what I'm saying. What I will say is that Black Lives Matter is an organization that doesn't care even a little bit for Black Lives. If you look at their website, read all of the literature, investigate it yourself, they do not care. The, the num the two most uh um Candace Owens has a lot of good things to say about these two statistics, but the two most uh, difficult and detrimental and bad things that are plaguing not just um, uh, black lives, but um, any kind of uh, anybody that lives in inner city, anybody that is um, uh, economically uh, poor. Deals with the same thing. It, the The two things are fatherlessness and abortion. These are the two things that plague. That look, look at the statistics, man. I, I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take um, these sides. There are crummy people on from every angle. There are people who uh, probably are Christian people who have joined this organization, but they've done it because they're ignorant. Um. I I I really want you to not just hear this, uh please don't hear this and just be triggered. I I really want you to read both sides of the whole thing and then do study in scripture, okay? Get an actual real biblical perspective. Don't just assume that that um Jesus was nothing but love because Jesus talked a lot more about hell than he did about um the all the love stuff all the uh, these other subjects he 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 was uh, very talkative when it came to hell in fact we've are in Matthew right now in our sermon series in church and um we're going to very quickly get to this place where in Matthew chapter 8 where um where uh, Jesus is basically saying that, that at some point, at the end of time, there are going to be all of these folks on Judgment Day who say, but Jesus, we did all this stuff in your name, right? We we did all these things to serve you, and we did them in your name. And, and Jesus is going to look at them in their face, in their eyes, and say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. He's going to tell them, I never knew you. Because a lot of there there are people who claim the name of Christ, but who actually don't understand and know the things that Jesus cared about and stood for. Um, I think that uh, what you'll find if you actually investigate scripture, and if you do it objectively, let scripture scripture then be the, the lenses through which you look at all of these things, okay? And what you'll find is that this Faithful America group is not any different than Black Lives Matter. It's more about politics than it is about black lives. And this is very much more about politics than it is about being faithful to scripture, being faithful as Christians or anything else, any other religious name or terminology that you wanna throw at it. Um, they say, they use this phrase, uh, religious right to serve a hateful and political agenda, religious right. There's no such thing as a religious right. Okay. There there are Christians who um uh, there there are Christians from all different facets of Christendom, okay? That there are believers from all sorts of denominations. Some of the core things that they believe um must stay the same, otherwise you're out of bounds of even being a Christian, you're out of bounds of Christianity. Um but uh this, this is exactly my major complaint lived out before my eyes <laughs> when it comes to me complaining all the time about Christians who are Americanized. Um, their identity as American or their other sort of identities are, are what drive th- their Christian beliefs, uh, rather than scripture. A personal relationship with Christ, discipleship, uh, growing closer to Christ, living more and more each day in further submission to Christ. Uh, those, those things aren't aren't even sort of in the playbook here. Okay? So the um some of the other stuff that they brag about doing. Um let me. Okay, here it is. Some of the other stuff they brag about doing. Um When the sisters of Loretto, a Roman Catholic order in Kentucky, refused to allow the fracking industry to build a dangerous pipeline on their land in 2013. Okay, first of all, fracking and pipelines are not dangerous. Just trust the science and not the news, please of course spills can happen that's true of anything but if you look at all of the precautions that are taken and all of the science behind it fracking and pipelines are by and large not dangerous things anyway uh um, so for even uh they even phrase this just like the other news that i complain about all the time right Uh, they refuse to allow the fracking industry the fracking industry right to build a dangerous pipeline so it's not the fracking industry it's the oil industry first of all but they're using fracking because it's a trigger word uh the fracking industry to build a dangerous pipeline which is not true i don't even know what the pipeline is and i know that's not true because pipelines by and large again are not dangerous right um so when these folks didn't want the the oil industry to build a pipeline on their land in 2013. 30,000 Faithful America members joined in signing a petition of solidarity. Local religious leaders delivered the petition to the governor's office, making state and national headlines and plans for the pipeline uh, and plans for the pipeline were eventually halted. So that's one thing that they've done. Good, better, ugly. Whatever. Make your own judgments on that. But the science is pretty clear. Um, Let's see. Um, Okay. Helped students win justice for fired gay principal. Okay. Um, When hundreds of students walked out of class to protest the the firing of a gay vice principal at a Seattle area Catholic high school in 2013. Okay. Look, that's all I need to hear. Okay. That's all I need to hear. Catholicism is a real, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a Catholic high school is a religious organization, right? And uh, Catholicism uh, and Protestants alike um, uh, are against um, gay marriage. We see uh, homosexuality like the scriptures and like Jesus as sin. Okay, let that sink in jesus believed and believes homosexuality is a sin the apostle paul was very clear about it in his book to the romans in the very first chapter actually there's a lot about this okay and when jesus teaches about divorce look homosexuality is not a new thing it it was something that was going on during that time. And Jesus affirmed more than once in his teaching about divorce that marriage is man, one man, one woman, one lifetime. And what God has joined together, let not man separate. Now look, you can be mad at me for that. But you're actually mad at scripture. You're mad at the very words of Jesus himself. So... I don't know what to tell you if that is frustrating or mad and makes you mad. Listen, I, I love gay people. I love all people as Christians should. We should display love. We should be gracious and merciful, and we should reach out to people and love them and build relationships. But we aren't actually loving anyone. Whom we do not preach the full gospel to. And the gospel begins with very terrible news. And the very terrible news is, listen, whether it's um, homosexuality or anger, um, you are a sinner. God created you perfectly. He created everything perfectly. You um, messed it up you're a rebel against the god of all creation against the god of the universe and if you do not submit your life to jesus christ everybody has sins that they have to give up everybody has sins that feel very natural that we have to give up so uh, this is not a new thing this is not uh, something that all of a sudden we're um, christians are taking a stand because Uh, We hate a certain group of people. That's not true. In fact, um, it's ludicrous and ignorant to suggest that that is true. Now, I won't say that there aren't Christians on this planet and in this nation who do not act like Christians when it comes to this. There are plenty of believers that act like jerks that do not love, um, uh, and for this example that I've been using, that do not love gay people the way that I believe Jesus would have loved gay people, right? Someone who struggles with homosexuality, um, uh, fairly certain based on the gospels, based on the account that we have of his life, that he would have probably hung out with them. He would have gotten to know them. And at the very same time, he would not have shied away from calling out sin. That is just true. Read the book. Don't let any other thing guide what you think about Jesus other than the words and actions of Jesus and those who were literally with him all the time. Okay? Can we agree to do that at least? Because if culture shows you what Jesus is, if if the world around us teaches you who Jesus is, 100%, they're going to be teaching you lies and garbage and not truth. We cannot rely on on the culture at large because the culture is corrupt and broken and disgusting and despicable and depraved. It just is. And it's not America I'm talking about. It's culture in general. This has been true since Genesis chapter 3 since the very first bit of the rebellion, since the curse from uh, from the very beginning, the fall of man, since that happened, it has been true. So Faithful America, that was a really long rant. Um, but Faithful America, as I looked it up and uh, looked at a few of these things, um we stuck up for our courageous christian voices acting for fairness and freedom in every denomination which sounds good at first and we work together for immigrant and refugee rights climate justice and full lgbtq inclusion now what they what they mean by that they they do not mean that lgbtq folks are allowed to step foot in churches that's not what they mean by inclusion okay um because lgbtq inclusion is uh if that is the definition then our church um is inclusive because i i, I jesus said himself right i didn't i didn't like this the well people do not need a physician i didn't come to to uh, heal the well but the sick right jesus spent time with people who were sinners on purpose because he knew that the very greatest need that they had was him they needed salvation that's what they needed so um oh, <laughs> we uh, says this okay i'll just keep going climate justice, and full LGBTQ inclusion, among other important social, economic, and racial justice causes that reflect the values Jesus taught. Okay, I I do not think that the people who wrote this, uh, I, I, I will say there, there probably is at least some bit of the demographic of folks who have signed up for this or joined or become a member of this Faithful America thing. Um, there, there. I'm sure are folks who have joined this, who maybe don't know any better. Maybe they're super young Christians, um, and and just don't know yet. And and uh, maybe they're uh, Christians, but have really bad disciplers who aren't. I, I'm not sure. Um, but the values Jesus taught are not reflected in some political stinking party because the kingdom of god is bigger and better and completely different than republicans and or democrats it is bigger okay racial injustice should be abolished racism is a sin because it's stupid, because we all came from the very same two parents. And in fact, there's only one race, the human race. Look it up. Scientifically, there's only one race. Genetics proves the Bible to be true. And there's there's only one race. And it's the human race. And the human race has fallen. And so things like our new definition of racism, things like um, uh, loving sin and, and preaching that others would sin as well, those things are just these wonderful things now. Um, so, okay, back to this actual news story, the, the actual thing that I'm supposed to be talking about. Um, but honestly, as soon as I found out that it's Faithful America, that it are the kind of reason for this headline, they are the 10,000 Christians. Um, I already know based on what I've seen on their website and researched a little bit, Faithful America, um, probably doesn't have 10,000 Christians in it, or at the very least, these are ten thousand Christians who are just ignorant of Scripture and of what the values Jesus taught are in the first place, okay now, Franklin Graham is for my taste uncomfortably um public about his political views, okay. Uh, For whatever reason, and it is what it is. In fact, there's a video on this specific article that is just like 18 seconds long, and it's him basically saying uh, people are asking him, how can you defend this guy, meaning Donald Trump, when he's lived such a, uh, quote, sordid life? And I agree. I've said that. I don't try to defend Donald Trump's morality because it's not good. Right. Um, But uh, Franklin Graham, his response to that, and I mean, I don't know, take it for what you want to, uh, his response to that question or allegation or kind of this, this idea that you're a defender of Donald Trump, um, his response to that was that he doesn't necessarily defend um, Donald Trump as the, as the example uh, of the Christian faith as much as he defends Donald Trump in the sense that he that that President Trump defends the faith. Um, now, uh, take that for what it um I mean, I don't know, take that for what uh, you want, take it with whatever kind of grain of salt you want. I don't, I don't follow Franklin Graham a ton. Um, I do think that their language here when they say and as a part of their um, um, their petition that they wrote concerning this they said unless you cut tie ties with franklin graham and his right-wing politics uh, can only damage your credibility as a loving christian humanitarian organization i think that that is kind of stupid um since the Samaritan's Purse like get online I'm not going to do it cuz I'm I'm already going to be longer than I wanted to be right now but get online and look up look this up <laughs> look go to Samaritan's Purse website and look up all of the things that they do all of the things that they're involved in okay and then you tell me that one guy praying for the president publicly No matter what you think about the president or what you think about that guy, um, praying for the president is something that we're called to do as Christians. And that means whether it's President Obama, President Trump, or President Biden, or Vice President Biden, whatever, right? We are called to pray for these people. So one guy praying for President Trump weighed against all of the godly caring christ-like service that samaritan's purse does and this whole thing equates to a bunch of folks who are democrats before they're christians and again there are republicans that are republicans before they're christians This is an equal on both sides problem. But this particular instance, these are this is a group of folks who are Democrats. And then Christian ish folks. Who have a terrible understanding of what. Christ was and who he was and what he stood for and what he taught. Um, And that's what this is this is a this is a democrat organization not a christian organization in the same way that i believe if you look at all of the evidence black lives matter is a, a democrat organization that hides behind their slogan and their name i think this is the same thing um and I, I don't want to get into um, a Black Lives Matter conversation. I, I think it, it most of the time is unfruitful and argumentative and doesn't change minds and hearts. And that's actually what I'm after. So I'm not going to dive into that much ever, hopefully. Um, but I just think you, you need to look at everything objectively. We need to look at everything objectively through the lenses of scripture. That is what we must do. Christian, if you're listening to this, you must look at everything in this world, everything in this nation, everything that we're going to deal with through the lenses of the gospel of Jesus Christ and through the lenses of Scripture itself, the word of the living God. And it is only when we do that that we will become christian people taking on issues that jesus cares about from his perspective so abortion affecting the black community because planned parenthood loves killing black children look it up look it up don't just hear me and get triggered about it or get upset look it up planned parenthood loves setting up shop in in neighborhoods like this they do they, they love setting up shop in inner cities where people are poor they that's those are the people who are going to be the most desperate and use them and they're gonna get money and that's really what they care about so abortion and fatherlessness those are the two major 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 things that contribute to The struggles that the black community has in the United States of America. And please objectively look up statistics. To and they are out there. The statistics will back up what I just said. I say that loving. All people. It's just true. And so um, Black Lives Matter is for abortion. And would burn down a city of people who were against it. And Black Lives Matter is actually on paper and in their website against the nuclear family. They do not care about putting fathers back in homes. They don't care about that. Even though statistically in every category you can manage to look up statistically the only way that that the, the way that that um, children flourish the most is with daddy mama and kids that's how it works the best regardless of socioeconomic stance or where you're at regardless of any of that with dad mom and baby in the house things turn out better kids get better grades Kids don't drop out. Kids get better jobs. Kids learn success more. They see more success. Like, so these are, don't just look at the organization's name. Don't just look at some of the quotes they have. Look it up in depth. And I'm not just talking about Black Lives Matter right now. I'm I'm talking about Antifa, the most fascist group of folks in this nation in their title, it says anti-fascist. <laughs> so like, we have to do better than that, Christian. We have to do better than that. We are called to fight for causes that reflect the values Jesus taught, as it says uh, in the About Us section of Faithful America's website. Love thy neighbor, no exceptions, is their kind of statement. Faithful America, love thy neighbor, no exceptions. The question is, what does love thy neighbor mean? And love thy neighbor does not mean preach the last half of the gospel that Jesus died for you, Jesus loves you, and Jesus died for you. Because the last half of the gospel is completely pointless and meaningless. It's just some guy that died. Unless the first half of the gospel is there. Unless we preach the whole gospel. Sin. And then salvation. Then what is the point of any kind? What am I being saved from? Why do I care? Why do I care? Anyway. I'll be done with that now and maybe get in trouble. We'll see. But it is what it is. So until next time, think about it.